really feel like this, but I'm giving you this energy because it's Monday, October 23rd, October 23rd. I hope y'all had a, I hope y'all had a pleasant weekend. Um, For those of us who are like really tapped into global events right now, pleasant is kind of like pushing it. Um, Mine was, my weekend was like filled with like real dope energy with like my friends Um, I took my homegirl to dinner for her birthday. My homeboy came and like did a whole meal for me um, because he really loves to cook. And I have like, apparently I have like a nice grill. (laughs) So he came and used the grill. Um, Like on Saturday, I had just like a really cool tennis lesson. Because even with tennis, it's like my tennis coach is my friend. So it's like we play tennis and then we talk. Um, and sometimes you're just like, man, I needed more to talk than tennis today. Uh, so shout out to Terrence. And, um, you know, I spent a lot of time on my animals, my animals. But I really spent a lot of time on this Internet, you know, just trying to keep up with what's going on in Gaza. And um, someone checked me kind of in a, in a positive way they checked me because I was like you know I understand that I'm privileged to be able to like be in my house and be safe so like you know because someone else was telling me like oh you know you're you're talking about this from your house and like you're you're privileged to be in that space and sis was like that's not privilege that's a basic human right to be safe in your house that's a basic human right and I was like you know what see see how quickly we get hoodwinked I then realized that I've low-key been brainwashed to think that it is a privilege to be in my house and safe when actually no that that should be that's a basic human right that everyone should be afforded I shouldn't have to be like you know like thinking I'm special for that um or thinking that I have to like be apologetic for that I guess I should say and you know we act like not we, but society acts like only certain people should get that. And that is not the case. Everybody should get that. And you know what everybody should get? Scared. Because it's National Horror Movie Day. And I don't do I do not do horror movies. Uh, I saw people under the stairs. And that was the last horror movie I needed to see. Um, before that, I was like, your Jason takes and, you know, your Nightmare on Elm Street. I was all the things. I was like, yeah, I'm not scared. I'm not scared. I can see all this. I'm not scared. I saw people under the stairs. I was like, oh, hell no, not this. It was too, maybe it's because I was born in Inglewood. It took place in Inglewood, like, but it it, it felt too close to home. So, you know, that was that. But it is National Horror Day. So for all you folks who love horror movies, today is your day. Uh, And I think you're weird. I do. I think you're weird. I'm judging you. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about meta, meta gone meta. Y'all, we will tell you why meta is apologizing to Palestinians. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, Drake made history alongside Michael Jackson. Uh, I wonder what Joe Budden <laughs> has to say about that. Also, did you know hospitals are forgiving medical debt? I don't know where they do that at, but we're going to tell you where they do that at. And maybe if you there, you can get your debt undebted. Okay. Also, uh, some Muslim Congress members are now seeing a spike in death threats. And we're going to have the big up let down. Young, young Jock uh, is going to see a let down in his pockets. Uh, due to a spike in homophobia. Right. So we're going to get into all of that. We also uh, have your 60 second headlines with Jeremiah Like the Bible. And we're going to introduce our group chat topic of the week. We also got Rita Brent here with That's Not My Ministry. Mm, mm, mm. All right. Our group chat topic of the week is Are you using your college degree? 
Are you using it? Was your degree worth it? When I worked at The Gap, everybody was just, all the managers were just really uh, disgruntled college graduates <laughs> with poli-sci degrees that were not being used. And that's why they were always mad at me about how I folded the jeans. All right. Anywho, uh, I'm going to get my energy up. I promise. I promise. I promise. Uh, and you all can give me some energy by staying connected with us 24-7 on socials at Seal Said It. Give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Our phone lines are always open. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn right here on The Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seals, show it's your girl Amanda Seals. I am here and ready to give you some Black Urid news. So, Meta, which I don't know if y'all are even, we call it Meta, but in my mind, it's the Facebook. Okay, mm-hmm. it's the Facebook, but Meta owns Facebook and Instagram. They have apologized right. after inserting the word terrorist into the profile bios of some Palestinian Instagram users in what the company says was a bug in mm. auto translation. AKA, let me trans, let me let me Amanda's <laughs> translation that for you. Somebody thought it was cute and put in a code to make it where upon clicking see translation, viewers were given a trans an English translation reading, praise be to God, Palestinian terrorists are fighting for their freedom. So anyone mm-hmm. who had Arabic like in their profile, that's mm-hmm. what would happen if you clicked on see translation. Now Meta right. said they fixed the problem and it briefly caused inappropriate Arabic translations. Is that what it is? A, 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 an inappropriate Arabic translation? Right. Come on, y'all. Now, here's the thing, though. Of course, this is egregious. This uh-huh. is absolutely something that was pointed, that was, um, you know, just really an act of misusing of a product. Mm-hmm. But if they're going to do this, then I feel like there are people who actually do need this. Like okay. it wouldn't actually be like too crazy. So okay. for instance, anybody who got free R. Kelly in your bio, mm-hmm. I feel like when you click on C translation, it should say, I support pedophiles with loose bladders. I just, I, you know what? Not the loose bladder. That's, that's yeah. I want to be on you. Like that's what that should say. <laughs> Anybody who got ski in their bio, the translation, if you click on see translation, it should say my mm-hmm. vocabulary is limited, sexy red for president. Like that's no, that's what that would say. <laughs> mm-hmm. And anybody who got I stand with Trump in the bio, any of Lord. y'all, we tap that translation, it should say, I am racist, white lives mm-hmm. matter, Obama eats babies. <laughs> They believe that, so that's accurate. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, if you're going to do it, do it, like, in the place where it actually mounts to something, mm-hmm. okay? Now, the truth is, is that since the Israel-Hamas uh, conflict began, which has now developed into a genocide, Meta mm-hmm. has been accused of censoring posts in support of Palestine on its platforms. Also, uh, shadow banning accounts. Like, people have been telling me my account is shadow banned. Surprise, surprise. I mean, I live in a shadow ban, but somehow, <laughs> even in shadow ban, even in being shadow banned, I got 100,000 new followers in the last two weeks. See? Can't keep a good woman down. Yeah! Um, but they've been, so, like, people have been having to, like, so someone today was like, oh, like, you're mispronouncing Hamas. It's actually, mm. like, because I was pronouncing it hummus. 
And they're like, you're mispronouncing it. And I'm like, no, we are pronouncing it that way because when you pronounce it properly, they flag your videos. Oh. Yes. Yes. Which is why, like, when you see me in my videos, when you see me refer to people as the clears or the palm colored people, like, I am being funny, but it's also because if you flat out call somebody white, they flag your video. Right. Okay. So if Meta's listening, they're like, ha ha, I got you. (laughs) <laughs> so my bad y'all for telling the tea. Um, but human rights watch in 2021 literally accused Instagram of removing videos, pictures and commentary about this crisis, which See? had its last, you know, z- uh, it, it had its last um, spike in mm-hmm. 2021 when there was an attack on the Al-Aqsa mosque. And uh, that's when I learned, that's when I learned about all this, but you know, we always have to ask the question, why do Why black people I? care? I mean, I'm trying different jingles, Jeremiah. I'm trying different jingles. Okay, I was like, <laughs> Why do black people care? Uh, we care because even though social media can be a tool for the revolution, we must remember we don't own these spaces. Nope. All right, what do you think? Was this an honest mistake by Meta? <laughs> I'm just asking that just to be objective. Or were they intentionally referring to Palestinians as the T words? Hit me up, 1855-MAN8. That's 1855-262-6328. Is an apology even enough? Call me up. When we get back, we're going to talk all about our group chat topic of the week. Um, is your college degree being used? Is it, was it even worth it? Tell, tell us about it when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Now let's get into this conversation. This is our group chat topic of the week. The U.S. Census Bureau found Americans with bachelor's degrees earned on average $74,154 in 2022. But that is roughly $600 below the national average of all earners, mm. regardless of their education. Okay. Then you add up student loan debt, which is 37000 per borrower. Private student loan debt, which averages around 54000 per borrower. Let's round that up mm-hmm. to 55000 Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so there's that, right? Now, my mm-hmm. thing is, after that, I wonder, well, if this is how it's going, what are the degrees that are actually making you money? Okay. Right. And one of the degrees that actually don't make you anything. <laughs> the ones that are making money, electrical engineering, 121,000, computer Ooh. science, mechanical engineering, economics, okay. just plain old engineering. Supreme, how's audio engineering working out for you? Man, listen, I'm not in any of those ranges. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but but your heart is fulfilled. You know what I'm saying? With your heart, with the art, heart with the art. Okay, now the lowest paying college degrees in 2022 were family and consumer sciences, mm, which is okay. fifty-two thousand a year. Fine arts, fifty-three thousand. Elementary education, fifty-four thousand nine hundred. Social work, fifty-five thousand, and general education, fifty-eight thousand. Okay? okay. This is my question: Are y'all using your degrees that you went to college for? Um, technically, yes. So my degree is in radio, TV, and film. Although my concentration was, I'm on the radio now, so I'm using that part. But my concentration was film production, so I ain't really using that part. I mean, I did do the uh, yeah, in trust, which is kind of uh, it's unscripted though. So I'm like, that's that's, I guess in my head, it's not what I thought it would be, but it's still like in the film space. How about you, Rita? Well, I initially chose my degree because it had the least amount of math. So <laughs> at first, 
I was going to be a psychologist and then I saw the math and all that. So I decided to do mass communication. And as it turns out, I am using that degree. Graduated from the the Jackson State University. So it was um, broadcast production with a minor in speech communication, radio stand-up comedian. I actually use my degree. Supreme, what about about y'all? I mean, I was already DJing. I've been DJing since I was 13. And most of the things that I learned, like, that I know how to do, I learned from DJing more than mm. going to school for four years. Like, I mm. learned the social skills about people by going to school. But as far as radio production and TV production, you can learn that on your own. When you mention an internship, it is most times easier to get an internship if you are in college. It's true because a lot of... A lot of uh, Especially like official, you know, like uh, companies, like they actually can only get interns through college right. programs. There's like some legality right. with that. Yeah. Was, when I was an intern, it was people on the most. I was the only person that was in school that was an intern. I don't know if this is a rare occasion, but it was it mad people was. that wanted to work for free. Yeah. And we'll be up there <laughs> doing it. They would call them volunteers and then interns. And we both did the same job. So well, really quickly, I was a broadcast journalism major. Uh, public relations minor. Um, honestly, you don't need a college degree to do radio, but did the experience, was the experience worth it? Yes. Did I, I, I decided on the major because like Rita, I didn't want to take math, but I was a good speaker. So I was like, okay, that sounds good to me. And when I paid off my college loans debt, I had a celebration. Mm. There you go. Amen. There you go. I use my degrees. My degrees are in African-American studies with a concentration in visual and performing arts. So I'll be here talking about blackness all day, <laughs> you know, and this is a performing art. And then when I'm not here, I'm performing black art. So there you have it. We want to know from you guys, though. Are you using your degrees? Are they useful? Or did you end up going a different path and finding that you kind of really didn't need to get your degree at all. Hit me up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Up next, Jeremiah, like the Bible, is going to hit you with the 60-second headlines. Keep it locked right here to listen, laugh, and learn on The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to The Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and it is time for us to get into 60-second headlines. <laughs> All right. First up, Amanda, newly appointed California Democratic Senator LaFonza Butler announced Thursday that she will not seek election to a full term in 2024. All right now. So that what she's basically saying is she ain't got time for this. She wants to do things on her own terms, on her own time. But that leaves room for the three other folks that are definitely trying to vie for that seat, which is Adam Schiff, Katie Porter and Senator Barbara Lee. Remember, Congressperson Barbara Lee is the only, literally the only congressperson that dissented from supporting the Iraq war. And here we are in 2023 and we see that she was the only one who was on the right side of history. Just saying. Next up, Jesse Smollett has reportedly entered rehab following a quote-unquote extremely difficult few years. Yes, Jesse Smollett has a definite, has had a definite quote-unquote extremely difficult Mm -hmm. few years. Sheesh. But, um... You know, I hope, I. you know, we, I, I, I'm glad he didn't abandon himself and that he's going mm-hmm. to take care of himself. Mm-hmm. All right, now, awesome. Jesse. Social media influencer Ricky Vaughn, he was sentenced to seven months in prison for falsely assuring supporters of Hillary Clinton that they could cast their votes for her in 2020, 2016 presidential election through text messages, Amanda, in social media posts. 
Okay, so he was apparently prosecuted under the Ku Klux Klan Act, which crazy. He was prosecuted under the Ku Klux Klan Act that was enacted during the Reconstruction era in response to efforts by the KKA to prevent recently emancipated blacks from voting. When you get convicted in 2023 under a KKK law, I mean, you misusing TikTok. So let's talk about some black women now, Amanda, because Ida B. Wells and Althea Gibson are among the United States Mint's honorees for the 2025 American Women's Quarters Program. It will appear on coins in 2025. Ida B. Wells and Althea Gibson on coins is a beautiful thing. I'm not even going to waste my time trying to find them because my mom is going to end up sending them to me framed. That's just what's going to happen. That's how my life works. But hopefully we won't be throwing them in the strip club. So hopefully not. It'll <laughs> Last be painful, but, not least. but it'll be revolutionary. Definitely. Last but not least, LeBron James on the verge of becoming a two-time children's book author. The LA Lakers star will release his new inspirational book called I Am More Than in spring of next year. Congrats, LeBron Braun. Uh, you know, apparently uh, Rita feels that we need to put him on the $50 bill because that's how long he's going to play in the NBA. Do we even know how old he is now that he got his hairline filled back in? We don't even know. You know what? Ah, we don't even know. <laughs> Those are our 60-second headlines, y'all. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Pick up the phone. You heard from us. You can always hit my line. Now, we want to hear from you. Hello. What's on your mind? Hit us up on the hotline. Join Amanda's convo. Get it off your chest. Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. If you have not gotten your tickets to come and check me out at the Hollywood Improv on November 19th in Los Angeles, then please do come and support your girl. I will be there screening my political comedy documentary in Amanda We Trust. We're also going to have uh, some political trivia, Q&A. And, you know, we got a lot to talk about considering what's going on right now in the world and how that's going to affect the election. It's going to be a really dope space for us to have somewhat of a forum on a path forward, uh, you know, in response to what has been taking place in the past two weeks. So hopefully you will get your tickets at improv at hollywoodimprov.com or at the uh, at my website, amandaseals.com. And I will see you there. November 19th in Los Angeles at the Hollywood Improv screening in Amanda We Trust. If you have not seen my documentary in Amanda We Trust and you want to support, all you got to do is go to inamandawetrust.com. All right, now y'all always show us love right here on the phone lines, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Who is on the line? Hi, Amanda Sills and Jeremiah, like the Bible and crew and team. I enjoy listening to your show. I'm so excited. Amanda in my head, girl, we is besties and we just sitting on the couch talking. I'm always talking to my radio. But anyway, let me get to why I call. My name is Mandy. I'm calling from Phoenix. And I just want to say I'm calling about um, having kids at a young age. I am a mom of five who had kids young, my first at 20, and then I had children later on in life um, with the same man. I've been with him for 26 years, and I think that if I had to do it all over again, don't get me wrong, I love my babies, but if I had to do it all over again, I probably would have waited till I was a little bit older. Having my children at a younger age, I think with my two older kids, I grew up with them. So I was a kid having a kid growing up with them, and I had him at 20, my oldest. So when my 
older, when my younger kids came along, when I had them in my later um, 30s, late 20s, early 30s, I feel like I was a little bit more mature, a little bit more stable with work, um, in my career. Um, me and my husband grew, you know, we, come, we came from these like young 20 year olds to more mature. Um, and they, if you ask my children, they do say that they were kind of raised differently. So, I mean, to each its own, having children is a blessing, but it's also a lot of work. And I think at any age, um, it has its ups, or, ups and downs. She kept it a buck. Yep. Just give it a buck. I love how people always be like, I love my kids. Right. I right. love my kids. However, it's like, we know you love your kids. You don't need to add that to it. We believe you. We believe you. But she was spitting jewels. What do you think, Supreme, our resident dad? I think, like I said before, I think you should marry before you carry. Like, it's a long journey going through it, you know. With uh, baby it's everybody mama. with these Jesse Jackson phrases. Hey man, like, <laughs> marry before you carry. Keep hope what alive. Was the what was the one like? If you face your fear, it disappears. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> throw a quarter on the pole, it keeps it whole. I don't know. It's just um, unnecessary drama when you're not, you know, on one right. accord like that, mm. having a child. And you young. All right, yeah, you heard young. it, y'all. Supreme, our resident dad. He's lived it. He walked through the mud so you wouldn't have to. Going through All right. it now. Oh. There you go. Keep us a call. Keep it keep us in your thoughts. Give us a call. 1855 Amanda 8. That's 1855-262-6328. We got more Blacker News when we come back. I'll tell you what hospitals are forgiving medical debt. And also Drake just made history. He's tying with Michael Jackson. Okay. But we're gonna tell you if the music is at the level of Michael Jackson as we get into a little versus. Okay, also, we got the big up let down. Young Jock is in it. Is he getting a big up or a let down? Uh, stick around to find out. We'll be right back to Listen, Laugh, and Learn on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the Amanda Seals, it's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist right here. Happy birthday to everyone celebrating a birthday here on October 23rd. Uh, that includes Miguel. Last time we saw Miguel, he was being lifted like meat on hooks. Oh I didn't eat that. Remember vision. that? I forgot about that. <laughs> I didn't remember I that. <laughs> yeah, there was that. Also, LeVar Ball, uh, who treats his son's Totally different than Brian McKnight. We oh. will get to Brian McKnight and his new last name later. It's also Weird Al Yankovic's birthday. And y'all, it is the birthday of Martin Luther King the third. The third. Okay. The third. I was like, okay. uh... I really wonder, though, what Martin Luther King Jr., where he's at. Because I believe that's a spirit that will come back. And I'm just wondering where his spirit is and what it's doing and how it's feeling about the now of things. And, you know, like, is it a, did his spirit come back and like open a hard bottoms shop? Because that's definitely, (laughs) 
That's so the knowledge is there. The knowledge <laughs> is there. Coming up this hour, we've got Blackberry News. I'm going to tell y'all where in the world are hospitals forgiving medical debt? And uh, plot twist, it's in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, Drake, a.k.a. Aubrey, Hotline Bling, girl, Graham, has tied with Michael Jackson in something. And I'm going to tell you what. Also, I have my big up let down. You know, I always give props for some dopeness and blowishness. And it's going to be Young Jock. <laughs> it's going down. <laughs> Meet me in the big up let down. It's going to be a let down, Young Jock. I'm doing the dance. All right. If you want to know what we want to know what you think about the show. So give me a call. Give me a feedback. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. For the record, if it's negative, keep it to yourself. Yeah. Um, but if it's constructive, I want to know. All right. Also, remember, we do things I learned this week every Friday where we share the things that we learned this week. And I love hearing from you guys what you learned this week. So give me a call. one 855 amanda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. Also, don't forget if you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast available everywhere you get your podcasts. All right. It is time to listen, laugh and learn. Let's keep it cracking on the Amanda Seal Show. y'all this is the amanda seals show your favorite comedian common sense specialist amanda seals let's get into some black urine news for the people all right listen close ohio more than three hundred and four thousand columbus ohioan residents will have their medical debt forgiven oh forgiven after a partnership between the city of Columbus and Columbus area hospitals, city council president Shannon Hardin and president pro tem Rob Daniel, Rob Dorans announced that they plan to late to pass legislation at a meeting for a deal that will forgive $335 million in medical debt. Damn. That's like two surgeries. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and this economy. That's like two open heart surgeries. The way they the way they be charging, um, and this is a this is apparently being dubbed the first of its kind by the city and all major Ohio hospitals are collaborating. Mm. So the way it's going to work is those eligible for the debt forgiveness will be notified by letter, and the debt relief will cover patients treated at any of the four area hospitals from 2015 to 2020. Eligible residents must make an income. Between 200 to 400 percent of the federal poverty level or between 55,000 and 111,000 for a family of four, which for what it's worth, like that's a that's a fair range. Mm -hmm. That's a, I mean, Mm -hmm. considering earlier in the show, we just talked about like how hard it is for these degrees to even get past the 60,000 mark. Right. So uh, the average debt that would be relieved per patient is nine hundred and eighty four dollars okay now just to give you a context one ride in the ambulance is a thousand dollars what one ride yeah at least in new york it was one ride yeah don't call mm-hmm. it <laughs> Walk to so the uh but you know what i will say this a lot of people do not know this but if you get a hospital bill like you can apply for financial aid for that hospital bill you can apply for like kind of like a layaway like and pay it off and i think not a lot layaway. of people <laughs> Yeah, I had to do that. 
I did that in my younger years. When I got my spinal tap, my I didn't have insurance. My hospital bill was ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Because the because the ooh. doctor ran it up. When I went back, he ran even though it was the same doctor who gave me the spinal tap. When I came back and I was having a side effect of the spinal tap, he still did all these other tests and did all this other mess instead of just doing the thing, the epidural blood patch that would have cured the side effect. And so he ran my bill up. And so it ended up going to 10,000. And I was like, I don't have this. Um, And so (laughs) what I ended up doing was I filed for financial aid and literally like just off of that, it knocked off like 5,000. Like just by Mm. filing for that, it knocked off 5,000. And then I paid um, like in, in installments. And like some people are like, well, you just don't pay it at all. But I, I care too much about credit and like trying to like, I'm just too much right. of a perfectionist to play that game. But why would but black the people fact care? that you had to is crazy though. The fact that you had to apply for financial aid for <laughs> medical Facts. care is absurd. Financial aid for medical care is bonkers. I mean, the fact that we still have to do it for school and medicine should be free. It should Agreed. be free. Okay. That's that. But, uh, <laughs> But why should black people care? But why should black people care? Black people should care because our community often deals with healthcare inequity. So if medical debt relief is being offered in this economy and you qualify, take that out. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the big let down on the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back, y'all. It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. And it's time to get into the Big Up Let Down. All right. Today's Big Up Big Up goes to a 71-year-old Rwandan man who has been living in isolation because he's afraid of women. <laughs> and um I think this is a big up because you know I tried to think like what are the reasons why this man would be so afraid of women and the answer that I came up with he must be packing y'all he packing he <laughs> packing he's packing and so I feel like he said you know what I got too much sauce and mm-hmm. it could go so many ways. I, I, like, they're going to key my hut if I do, if I hit it too hard. If by chance the touch the heart, like I talk about in my special, ugh, he was so afraid. Did, did you say key my hut? <laughs> we can't, we can't breeze past it, yo. <laughs> Not key the hut. He got- <laughs> This man at the age of 15 built a fence around his home and barricaded himself inside. Oh, he's serious. Listen, here's the irony about all of this. The women in the village are who are helping him to survive. They're bringing him food and other necessities. We will cape for anybody. This man said, y'all gonna keep my hut and I am too scared to talk to y'all, but I will eat your food, though. I will eat your food. On a serious note, this is an actual phobia called gynophobia. It's a morbid fear of women. I want to know when they're going to release the medical records of uh, Mike Pence, who also Ooh. has this, uh, Ooh, yeah. because I'm telling you, it's serious. It's out here. I wish more men had gynophobia. 
Leave <laughs> us alone. <laughs> All right, let's get into today's let down. Today's let down goes to Young Jock's bank account. Because in response to Lil Boosie, listen, when am I going to meet a man from Baton Rouge that I like? In response to Lil Boosie turning down $250,000 to perform for the LGBTQIA plus community, Young Jockalock said this. Don't get me wrong. Somebody called me today and was like, hey, yo, man, you a quarter million. I know what I got to do. <laughs> nah, I, I may not do it either. And it's not that I have nothing against the LGBTQ people, but I just may not understand. I may not be in the know enough to feel comfortable enough to do this. I just don't know. Nah, because I, cause I don't want to start doing that. Maybe I don't want to be comfortable with this lifestyle. Is that okay? Is that okay to say? No. No, it's not. Is that okay to say? I may not be comfortable rapping this song and this man is looking at me with lustful eyes with his nipples out. Nobody is looking at you. (laughs) Lipstick on. Rapping my lyrics to me. See, that's the thing. See what I mean? Like, Nobody is looking at young jocular with no. with with lustful eyes. His no. girls don't even look at him with lustful eyes, y'all. <laughs> he said, "I don't want to get $250,000 to do a show for the LGBTQIA+ community because I feel uncomfortable." But you'll perform for the room full of guns though. Oh. Mm. Okay. Talk about it. And let me just remind you for all of y'all who somehow seem to think this isn't the case. The hood, gay too. Okay, mm, speak on it. Okay, they're they're they are gay too. It, it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop at the door to the trap house. Okay, <laughs> there's not like some invisible like repellent that's like nope. You like booty? Nope. Oh. The irony of this is him thinking that the LGBTQIA plus community is just gay men and that they're going to be looking at him. It's like it's probably going to be a bunch of lesbians too who are not interested in you. At all. No. Mm-mm. Hello. <laughs> Rita said, hello. No. So that's today's Big Up Let Down. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. Give us a ring. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Our group chat topic of the week is if you went to college, are you using the degree that you went to college for? Are you happy about this? Or are you not using the degree? What you doing with it? Call us up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Let's go to the phone lines. Who's this? Hi, Amanda. Hi, Jeremiah. Um, I just wanted to add my, um, or let you know what my Mount Rushmore would be from the men, um, R&B Mount Rushmore. Um, Now, I am strictly going by voice, uh, singing ability. I'm not necessarily going by impact or record sold or anything like that. But my um, Mount Rushmore will have Jeffrey Osborne, Luther Vandross, Christopher Williams, and Teddy Pendergrass. Now, I'm a little older. So <laughs> it's not that I don't like the young fellas, but um, they uh, I definitely like those voices more. Um, and there's a lot those other people, uh, Usher and 
Chris Brown, Joe, all of them, um, they can go on the mountain. But those okay. four that I just said, definitely on the Mount Rushmore. Uh, Jeffrey Osborne, Luther Vandross, Christopher Williams, and Teddy Pendergrass. All right, this is fun, y'all. Have a good day. <laughs> you know she old because she referred to the young men as fellas. <laughs> okay. Right. That's when you know you're an elder. Yeah, I'm with her. I mean, ultimately, listen, the, the, the legends, I don't know how Christopher Williams snuck in there, but to each their own. Also, the young people not singing the same way, Amanda. Like, I need people to just go give me a holler. At least at least one bit good holler at the end in the third verse. Aim the third verse, the more the hollering. are all on Xanax. Like, the young people are <laughs> all... Like, their their emotional range is the same as their vocal range. Mm. It's four notes. It's four notes. I can't even like, argue we with was, that one. We was... <laughs> listen, 90s R&B was free-basing life, okay? Like, there wasn't none of these... Like, like, <laughs> there wasn't none of these anti-anxiety drugs. Folks were having to just take life on the head to the chin. <laughs> I mean, did you did see? Did you see that Cisco came out and did say that Mario is under him on the Mount Rushmore of R and B? I think if we're talking about Cisco as a member of um Drew Hill, the group of Drew Hill. Yes. You can't tell me nothing about Drew Hill, just so we're clear. <laughs> she gonna stand I just want to let y'all know that. You can't, I would yeah, rather see Cisco over Mario, too, by the way. Yeah. You would say what? I would rather see Cisco performing over Mario. Yes, I did see Cisco perform with like three members of. I, it, to me, it was Fru Hill, because I was like, oh. where's Nokia? I don't know who these people are. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, but he was singing though he was singing he was singing alright y'all love hearing from you thanks for calling us up 1855 855 amanda8 that's 1855-262-6328 we'll be right back with more show don't go anywhere the Amanda Seal Show we up we up we up we ain't nobody's fool no. we shaking up the For listening, it is October 23rd, somehow, some way, somehow, it's October 23rd, um, and it is National iPod Day. Some of y'all young fellas don't remember the iPod, but I was there. I was there. It was on that day, back in 2001, the first iPod was introduced by Apple Inc. I still have mine. I had the really? click wheel. I have all my old stuff. I have my mini disc player, okay? (laughs) I have my disc mans. Like, it's very serious, okay? And I have my CD books. My CD books, very, very serious. That's a keeper, though. Very serious, okay? And a lot of people don't understand that the CD book was... Um, it was very, it was very, like, like, Rita, why did you, why why would you say that the CD books kept us humble? Because it was kind (laughs) of like... You were battling, kind of like I have this, but you don't have this. No, nah, I mean, like you had to have some order about your CD book, you know. Like <laughs> I had, the, I had the gospel joints in the front. I had the more risque 
this toward the back. Hilarious. Uh, you know, but it was just a humbling thing. Like, if the CD had one scratch, it may or may not work. You had to blow it off. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was more of a payoff as opposed to just jumping on Spotify or Apple Facts. Music. You know? I used to make mixed CDs like freaky ones and sell them in high school. Not freaky ones. What's going on? Yes. Risque albums in a bag. I'm ashamed to say R. Kelly was all over the mixed CDs. Not so. the freaky mixtapes and oh, selling yeah. them. So entrepreneurial. We, we love it. We love to see it though. We love to see it. Well, we love to see that this hour you're going to hit us with a Not My Ministry. That's Not My Ministry segment. So I'm looking forward to hearing what that's about. Also, we're going to discuss the Muslim congresswomen who have been faced with death threats. Mm-hmm. With 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 a, with a spike in death threats because it was already getting the death threats. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, we're gonna get into small doses. You know, this week uh, we did a replay of my sister's episode that she when she joined me. My sister's mother is Palestinian, and she joined me on Small Doses podcast to talk about side effects of Palestine. This is back in 2021 when there was a very violent attack on Al Aqsa Mosque. I, I know I'm trying to get my sit down out of respect but I'm not sure if I'm there yet but it was on Al-Aqsa Mosque and uh, that was the last time that we saw so much public conversation Palestine and Israel and uh, that was when I became you know really like delving in to get to, to get to the bottom of things to get to the facts to, to, to have a stance you know to be able to stand on something and uh, so she joins us so we're going to play a segment from that alright so they connected with us 24-7 all socials at Seal Said It follow us at all socials at Seals Said It, all right? And give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. Yes, y'all, it is the Amanda Seals Show. It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Amanda Seals, it's time to get into some black here news. Now, there is a nationwide trend going on of Muslim Congress members seeing a spike in death threats amid attacks in Israel. In Palestine, Representative Ilhan Omar, Democrat from Minnesota, and one of Congress's very few Muslim members. You can also check her out in my documentary, In Amanda We Trust. Mm-hmm. She did an incredible speech where she denounced the Hamas attack. Actually, you know what, TJ? I would actually love to play part of that. I'd actually love to play a part of that speech for um, politicians say the darndest things later in today's show. So let's cue that up. Okay. But her ongoing criticism of the U.S.'s involvement with Israel has made her subject to Islamophobia and targeted threats with individuals falsely equating her concern about Palestinians with support for Hamas. Mm-hmm. This this has got to stop. This is really a ploy to target people to not support Palestine and to continue to allow Israel to harm these people beyond reproach and without any level of conflict or, or challenging. And that is simply unacceptable. Now, in a statement... Uh, Representative Omar said House Republican leaders are staying silent as their party unleashes these toxic attacks and they refuse to hold extremists in their ranks accountable. So this is not just coming from outside people. The call is coming from inside the House. Mm-hmm. OK, um, since assuming office, two men have pled guilty to threatening to kill. This is very real. I fear for my own children. I have to speak to them about remaining vigilant because you just never know. Uh, the other member, uh, Rashida Tlaib, she is actually Palestinian. Uh, to mm-hmm. my understanding, she's the first Palestinian to ever be in office. Um, and uh, recently, she was getting on a plane and someone spit on her. That's crazy. It's actually wild. Former President Donald Trump targeted Omar and other squad members like AOC and uh, told them to go back to the countries from which they came. 
<laughs> let me tell you something about let me tell you something about Donald Trump though. Donald Trump is so much an immigrant that his family didn't even own slaves. Listen, the only American president. The only American president because his family was in Scotland making whiskey or something. <laughs> Lying. Okay. So let's lift our sisters up. There are so many people not saying anything. There's so many of, of our, you know, Congress people and senators and politicians that are really just being mm-hmm. silent. And these are women who are saying, no, like this is this is real. This is history. And I cannot allow this to remain on my conscience. And I cannot allow my constituency to see me, you know, be uh, be silent in the face of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Other Republican representatives, such as Colorado Rep. Lauren Boebert, labeled them the Jihad Squad, while Marjorie Taylor Greene referred to them as the Hamas caucus. Listen, I, I, you know, I really want to give them props for just not punching these women in the face. Because they, right. they wouldn't be wrong. They wouldn't be wrong. They wouldn't be wrong. But we always have to ask the question. Well, why, why do black people care? Why do black people care? And that's not it either. That's that was it. like Golden Girls. It Bye. was. <laughs> it was. We care because... So often we focus on the lawmakers that aren't for us that we forget to champion and protect the ones who are risking it all for us. Uh, this is a reminder to support leaders who stand up against injustice next time you at the ballot box. Coming up next, a new edition of That's Not My Ministry with Rita Brent starring one. You had a family Now you're acting like their dream Three You got a brand new kid And now you're acting like you never did Yeah, we're going to talk about it Because Brian McKnight has lost his one mind We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show The Amanda Seal Show We up, we up, we up Yes, y'all, it is the Amanda Seal Show Your favorite comedian, comments and specialist, all the things And, uh it is time for That's Not My Ministry with Ms. Rita Brandt. Not my ministry. I'm working on mine too. <laughs> not my ministry. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Not today. Wait, hit it one more time. I'm, I'm... Not my not ministry. My ministry. My ministry. Not my ministry. Okay, one more time. One more time. One more time. One, two, one, three, two, four. Ready? Not, go. Not, not my ministry. My ministry. Okay, Tina. Not okay. We gonna get we gonna get together. <laughs> my ministry. That's it. Yeah, uh, but today we're starting back at one because Brian McKnight uh, dropped a new album introducing his new son, new new Brian. How do you say this? Kanoa Makoa Jr. to the world. Uh, Brian it's also revealed that I wanted to make fun of it, but it's a child. It's a child. Yeah. Yeah, we can. Uh, but Brian also revealed that he decided to legally change his name to Brian Kanoa Makoa McKnight Sr. to exactly match his legacy. Now, the twist here is he already had a son named Brian McKnight Jr. OK, um, and this junior is just like, do I ever cross your mind anytime, Dad? <laughs> so <laughs> that hurt me. <laughs> Dang, so, that hurt me. This is not my ministry. Dealing with toxic parents is not my ministry. Uh, I will say that this this really did trigger me because I just uh, kind of repaired my relationship with my pops for the longest. We lived in the same city and we never saw each other. True story. 
one time we were the only time we would see each other was on the frozen food aisle at the grocery store and one time we ran into each other and he was like hey Rita right I was like yeah it's me shut up um, stop it <laughs> wait you're joking right you're a comedian you're he's joking, like right? what, what grade what grade you in I'm like man I'm 35 ain't no damn grade I'm in debt <laughs> so wait are you joking I don't even know no I'm, it might not I might be paraphrasing but close enough okay that's what it uh. felt like um, went to school with my dad's other children, but I never saw him. Again, dealing with toxic toxic parents is not my, my ministry. So I had to ask them, like, yo, how's how's my dad? You know? Uh, now I will say that we have repaired our relationship, but Brian's son, the original junior, said this referring to his dad. I'm not ashamed of the name my ancestors had. I'll never change the name my own son now has. We're witnessing an obscene level of self-hate referring to Brian McCoy Kanoa that has reached mental illness status at this point. I don't know how y'all feel. If I were him, I would probably file for emancipation unless it impacted my inheritance. So the son, Brian McKnight Jr. said that the his brother is feeling self-hate? No, Brian, he said that Brian McKnight Sr., his dad, he's saying that this is a this is a level of self-hate that has reached obscenity, that has reached mental illness at this point, referring to his Brian dad. Brian McKnight Jr.? I don't know. Because he sounds he very emotionally mature. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He also said, all we can do is pray for that man and my new little brother who will we will all welcome with open arms one day once he realizes who his real family is. This okay, is, but I'm mad that I thought dramatic. you were going to say we need to pray for him and also my new single. It's like, that's what I thought you were about to say. <laughs> I mean, Dang, man. Well, you know what that sounds like? That the mother is really solid because... Mm. You know, she could like he if she was rocking differently, he would have come at this differently. And I love that he's actually embracing his brother and not yeah. holding the brother to the father's to the sins of the father. Yeah, he's a baby. But yeah, dealing with toxic parents are not my ministry. But, you know, hey, dad, I hope to see you in the grocery store again. I'm glad we have reunited. <laughs> dealing with toxic parents is also not my ministry. Hey, dad. I haven't talked to you since you hung up on me in 2020 during a pandemic. Hey, mom, glad you went back to therapy. All right, we're right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Thank you, Rita Brand. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I am Amanda Seals, and it is time to get into our small doses segment of the week. All right, this week we did side effects of Palestine. Now, this is a replay. From a 2021 episode that I did with my sister from another mister. Last break, we were just talking about our toxic parents. So and I share a toxic father. Mm, she okay. said that he has changed. Uh, he's on, <laughs> you know, he's on, he's in a different phase of life. <laughs> that happens sometimes. You know, it's like the third life of Grange Copeland. Shout out to Alice Walker. So, um, but nonetheless, uh, her mother is Palestinian. And Netta is like mm-hmm. me, just very grounded in culture, very fiery and very informed. And so she joined us to give some real history on Palestine. And uh, we wanted to share this clip with you guys. We were oppressed from memory, from remembering. So my grandma shared like 
when they were in Palestine, if they even heard you singing like Palestinian songs of the Nakba or anything, like they would arrest you. Like they don't even want you to remember or to talk about what happened. I think for a lot of us who are listening and know even like a basic history of Black people coming to America, this is the methodology of colonization. It is the erasing of identity. It wasn't that they just killed Native Americans when they came here. The children of Native Americans were then put in schools to unlearn their Native American heritage and they were taught to like you just said unlearn their traditions and be like in, you know assimilated into American society the same thing was done with aborigines in Australia if you see the movie rabbit proof fence they took the children from their parents and then they start trying to marry the children off to white Australians because they're literally trying to cleanse the ethnicity it's genocide is what it is now, since then, I have learned that origin aboriginals is the proper term uh, that mm-hmm. actually aborigine is a uh, colonist term. But that was so interesting to hear and just so sad to hear because I think a lot of people don't understand that ethnic cleansing isn't only done in a violent way. Right. Mm-hmm. It's done in other insidious ways. And the insidious ways of um, the ethnic cleansing taking place in Palestine are also in the ways that they like change the names of their cuisine, change the names mm. of their cities. You know, like, for instance, the small like things like the, the, the like the very famous composer, Itzhak Perlman. Right. Itzhak mm-hmm. Perlman, he was born. If you look at like where he was born, it says Tel Aviv, Palestine. Later, Israel, because they changed the name of Palestine to Israel. Got it. But if you listen to the episode Side Effects of Palestine on Small Doses Podcast, you'll get more information. How is your sister? And like, as all this is going on, and all your other sisters doing terrible. That's how she is. She's Mm -hmm. doing terrible. Any, any. To me, anybody who has any level of like actual compassion or knowledge or connection to Palestine right now is is doing terrible. Mind you, you see videos of like, you know, Israeli Defense Force soldiers like dancing and doing TikToks in in the middle of, you know, firing missiles. It's wild. It's so wild. But no, I, I and I wish people would stop being like, how, you know, how are you? Or like, you know, my sister today was like, stop asking me how am I? I'm terrible. <laughs> what, <Right>. what, what? <laughs> you know, because people want you to be like, oh, I'm OK. And it's like, no, you shouldn't be OK. But we'll go to the phone lines when we get back. So keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seals Show. And make sure you listen to Small Doses Podcast wherever you get your podcast. And you can watch it on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Looking forward tomorrow to being joined by Kimberly Renee. She's one of my, she doesn't like the term historian, but she'd be telling us all the history. Uh, and she is one of my favorite folks that be giving us all the history tea on these internets. And she'll be joining us for our Why You Bringing Up Oh Shh segment. Okay. So we're going to learn some black history tomorrow. So make sure you stick around for that. All right. Let's get to these phone lines. 1 855 Amanda 8. That's 1 855 262 6328. What's up? Hey guys. Monet from California. Gotta let you know my perm story. I mm. wore braids indeed all the way till sixth grade uh, when I graduated my mom gave me a choice because of course like a lot of black girls I was asking for a jerry curl or hair or straight hair uh, jerry curls are big then I'm 53 uh, so I chose wisely between the two I think I got a perm and I wore my hair straight all the way through college grad school my early days of marriage and then uh, I had kids 
<laughs> and I was like, I do not know that I want to have my girls have my straight hair be their example for what they need to do. Oh. So um, I took my mom's example. Over the years, she had straightened her hair. She had worn an afro. She straightened her hair, worn an afro. She, she did all the things. So I started letting my hair grow out in braids. And as soon as I had enough for Afro Puff, I cut all my hair off and I've been wearing a puff ever since. And occasionally I'll get braids, but I'm mostly in my puff or I pin it down and make it a bun. I'm not creative enough to do a twist out. My sister's did it here, so she's looking good with hers. All of us are wearing natural hair now, thanks to my mom's example, including our daughters. We both have one in college. They got natural hair. Sometimes they wear braids and do different things, but they wear their hair naturally. No, no chemicals ever for them, and that was the goal. Uh, they made a change for me because I wanted to make a change for them, and here we go with our family. I hope it continues forever. Thanks, guys. Bye. I love that story. Thank yes. you for sharing your perm to natural story with us. One eight five five Amanda eight. I see. That's beautiful. That was community right there. She said, "I got. I had to cut off the perm so that my babies didn't have to get the perm, and now all of us don't got no perms, and we just out here <laughs> black and natural and free. Mm-mm-mm. Love it. Liberation. Liberation. All right. When we get back, we got some politicians say the darndest things, plus six second headlines, and your big up let down. All that's coming up next on the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up. We up. We up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Come on. We speak the Show. I'm your girl Amanda Seals, and this has been a great day so far. But it's time, and it's time to listen, laugh, and learn. Okay, so we got the word of the day. All right, the okay. word of the day <laughs> is not quivengine, but quintessence. Of quintessence. Um, that's somebody, That's definitely somebody's name, though. Um, that is absolutely somebody's name. <laughs> Quintessence Jones. Come on now. <laughs> Quintessence hmm. Supreme Jeremiah. What are your thoughts? Think out loud for us. Maybe it's like the quintessence, the essence of something, the the uh, quality essence of something. <laughs> Quintessence seems like a vibe. Um, Easy going. <laughs> Quintessence. Quintessence seemed like a vibe. You ain't never wrong. That does sound like a song that would, yeah. Like, I feel like I can hear, um, what's the one that be singing with the locks, but he don't sing, he's another one that only has a four note range. Ty Dolla Sign. Ty Dolla Sign, yeah. Yeah. The Quintessence. Like, I can hear him doing that. Yeah. Mm. After the Quinceanera. All right, so, the word quintessence is a formal word that can refer to the most typical or perfect example of something or the most important part of something. I'm not sure what the part of speech this is. In a sentence, it's the quintessence of music is the melody. Okay. So the most typical or perfect example of something, the quintessence of the Afro is the texture. Oh, it's quintessential. 
Oh, right. okay. that's what I was thinking in my head. Like the QU. Yeah, all. yeah, yeah. The quintessence. So maybe that's like a noun. I guess it's a noun. Yeah, the quintessence. Mm-hmm. Mm. The quintessence of music. All right, we're gonna go with that. It's a noun. It is the pure version of like the quint. I mean, for me, like the quintessence of sampling is the use of the Troy sample on They Reminisce Over You. Okay. The heart of it. Mm-hmm. The yeah. heart of it. The quintessence of racism is them people that was posing at picnics at lynch mobs, at lynching. Oh. Mm. That's still crazy that they was doing that. You know what's crazy? What's so crazy about that is how recently they were doing that. Mm-hmm. Talk about that it. That they were lynching in the 40s, mm-hmm. 50s, 60s. Like, we, we, I think a lot of us hear about Emmett Till, and it's like, yeah, but that was like at the later stage. Mm-hmm. These people getting lynched was, now. <laughs> you know what? You better say that. You better say that. There's people uh, getting lynched now. Oh, this country! It's Ida B. Wells who had the whole, like, whole movement yes. around the idea of, like, people are getting lynched because there's so many lynches happening. Yep. And Ida B. Wells, who's going to be on a quarter. So look out for that. All right, keep it locked. We got more show for you. We're going to get to some politicians and say the darndest things. When we get back, uh, we'll play some Ilhan Omar speaking truths, y'all. Speaking loud. We'll be right back. Politicians say the smartest things. Alrighty, Amanda. So today's politician is someone you know, none other than Ilhan Omar. You know, she represents Minnesota. Um, and she had this to say in a press conference calling a ceasefire in Israel and Gaza. Let's take a listen. I'm filled with sadness. Sad for the Palestinian and Jewish people who have been rallying across this country, begging begging for their leaders to stand up for humanity. I'm also saddened by the fact that 535 members of Congress could come together in one breath, fully condemn the horrors of what Israelis experienced, and that there is now only maybe few handful of them who could get to the point of saying we condemn the slaughter of Palestinian children, of mothers, of fathers, of grandmothers, of grandfathers. Where is your humanity? Israel has dropped more bombs in the last 10 days than we dropped in a whole year in Afghanistan. Where is your humanity? Where is your outrage? Where is your care for people? How is it that we have a president who is talking about releasing hostages, who is talking about getting American citizens out of Israel, but could not get himself to say, I want to save and work to save the hundreds, thousands of Americans is stuck in Gaza. What is wrong with you? So, you know, this is not something small. Um, Mm -hmm. To see a House representative very loudly condemn the president 
and the other members of the house who are just just going along with, you know, bringing aid to Israel, but bringing mm-hmm. a very, 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 very small modicum of aid to um, Palestine, you know, mm-hmm. to challenge to challenge them by, you know, really calling out the the lack of attention being paid to demanding a ceasefire and uh, humanitarianism. You know, I think that there's there's something really powerful about this. And I know a lot of folks are really like just um, conflicted with what happens in in the um, election next year. Right. Like, mm-hmm. who are we really voting for? Like, how do we vote? Like, it just feels like our government is so immoral that it is demoralizing and then it puts people into paralysis but i really want to commend Han omar for you know stand, saying these these very powerful words and sharing her mm. story for folks and and doing it in the rain no less um and then there was also you know her her fellow uh, members and there's only like 13 i so or so members who have signed this this letter calling for ceasefire what do you think for her? I was in earlier in the show. We talked about like there's a spike in Islamophobia and death threats to Representative Omar. But when you're someone who has always had like this um, backlash come against, she was like, "What do you have to lose to stand on what you what you believe to be true?" Yeah, I mean that's that's really what it is. I think you know at a certain point it's just like if I'm going to be in here and I'm trying to be about something, then this is the time mm-hmm. to be about about it. Mm-hmm. I mean that's what Master P would say. Masterpiece. Okay. Coming up next, we got 60 second headlines right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Post your big up, let down. Don't go anywhere. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. We're about to head on out of here. Thank you for listening to the show today. We covered a lot, as we always do. Uh, First off, I want to. Shout out uh, Meta. Yeah. Apologizing. Why are they apologizing? Is it for shadow banning people? No. Are they apologizing for actually creating the metaverse? Because that was a waste of time. No. (laughs) Meta was apologizing for inserting the word terrorist into the profile bios of some Palestinian Instagram users. And you know what? We actually gave our ideas on some people's bios that they actually do need to insert some words into. So make sure you check it out. Uh, Also, we kicked off our group chat topic of the week. If you have a degree, are you using it? Was getting your degree worth it? We want to hear from you. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Also, we gave Drake some flowers, just carnations. Um, He tied with Michael Jackson for number one songs on the hot Billboard 100s chart. And then we did a little versus to see how it really stands up. Because, you know, times is different. So stick around for that. Remember, if you miss any part of the show, you can check out the latest Amanda Seals Show podcast episode available wherever you get your podcasts. You can also stay connected with us on social media at Seals Said It. Coming up on Tuesday's show, Usher, who I will be seeing this weekend, just received a high honor in Vegas. Yes. And Snoop Dogg is introducing another product, bro. At this point, I'm just waiting for him to do condoms because he's done damn near everything else. (laughs) Plus, we're going to talk about how black you feel today. And for our new segment, Why You Bringing Up Old-ish, we got our special guest, Kimberly Renee. All right, we got the big up, let down, sticking headlines, all that and more on Tuesday's Amanda Seal Show. Remember, if you're in Los Angeles on November 19th, that's a Sunday, 7 p.m., I'll be screening my political comedy documentary in Amanda We Trust. Get your tickets at the HollywoodImprov.com. 
We're going to be in there. I'll be screening the doc. We'll do political trivia. I'll be giving away free stuff. And we're going to do a Q&A. And I think it's really, really important that we be in a room together to talk about like what the path forward is, considering where we are right now as a nation and the understanding that even if we are frustrated and disenchanted and demoralized, we still are going to have to be a part of the civics system of things. We're still going to have to be a part of it. And uh, we got to talk our way through it, y'all. So get your tickets at amandaseals.com. That's going down Saturday, November 19th at the Hollywood Improv. All right? In Amanda, we trust. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Stay safe, y'all. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.